this show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and centre in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today I'm really thrilled to introduce my guest, Melior Sims. She's a holistic teeth healing coach who will share her own journey and some ideas to support you. Welcome, Melior's. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast, Beth. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, it's lovely to talk about teeth today. It's quite a different topic. So tell me about yourself and what it is that you do. I call myself a holistic tooth fairy because I'm a self-taught consumer educator. And I've come to this from my own experience of healing my own teeth. I don't have a formal qualification in dental health. Unless you count the hours I've spent lying back in a dentist chair being worked on. (laughs) My own professional background is as a policy analyst specialising in public consultation. And I've also got experience as an educator, a coach, a counsellor and in customer service. But about five years ago, I experienced an immediate and profound healing of my own really bad teeth problems. Uh, when I was prescribed a root canal and I was able to stop the need for that just by changing my diet. And that introduced me to the fascinating and extensive world of holistic teeth healing. And I just think it's really frustrating that so few people know how to, or even that it's possible to prevent and heal their own teeth problems at home, usually just by changing some habits. So I'm on a mission to bring this information into the mainstream. And uh, the way, the main way that I'm doing that now is by coaching people with chronic teeth problems to turn around those teeth problems and have strong, healthy teeth for life. Our teeth are vital for our other bodily functions like chewing and digesting, so really important. Melios, tell me a little bit more about your own well-being journey then. So you gave us some snippets there, but... Give us, you know, your story around your well-being. Yeah, so I've spent almost my whole adult life struggling with just terrible chronic teeth problems. I started with my first root canal at age 17 and I had five more root canals after that. I just, so many cavities and fillings, I've had extractions, I've got crowns. I um, got receding gums, every kind of tooth problem you can think of, I've probably had it. And I was so traumatized by my bad dental experiences that I started having panic attacks in the dentist chair. I even had a panic attack under general anesthetic ones. And all of this was despite the fact that I've always been really conscientious about brushing and flossing and tried so hard to take good care of my teeth. And I just thought that I really had rotten luck to be experiencing so much constant discomfort in my mouth and to be handing over all my disposable income to dentists. But um, I recently found out that I have lip and tongue ties, which was a contributing factor to my, the lack of resilience in my mouth and my 
my poor dental health. And so it's actually probably a genetic thing. And so that's been a real relief to find that out and not feel like it was somehow my fault that I wasn't doing enough. Anyway, the last straw for me was when I was prescribed this, what would have been my seventh root canal. And something just snapped in me. And I just had this vision of myself entering middle age with a, a full set of dentures and that sucked in face that people get when they've lost all their teeth. And I calculated that I must have spent the equivalent of a house deposit at the dentist over the years. Wow. And I just thought there has to be a better way to deal with my dental problems than to end up as a homeless and toothless old woman. It's, it's not funny, but it sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was pretty scary, but luckily at that moment, I came across a book called Cure Tooth Decay by Rainiel Nagel, and I immediately started to put into practice uh, his dietary recommendations, and I experienced such a quick and thorough turnaround with my teeth. Like two weeks later, I went back for that root canal appointment, and I said to the dentist, I don't need this, and he agreed, and I've never needed that root canal since. Ever since then, I've just been exploring all the many facets of holistic teeth healing and learning all I can and experimenting on myself and anyone else who will let me suggest things to them. But one of the main things that happened on my uh, journey from terrible teeth to strong and healthy teeth was shifting my priority for my health from losing weight to healing my teeth. So one part of that is that the the dieting that I had been doing to try and lose weight for most of my, well, since I was like 11, um, had actually really been hard on my teeth. I hadn't been getting the kind of nutrients that my teeth needed. The other thing is that once I changed my priority to teeth healing, not only did my teeth heal and my overall well-being improved dramatically, but my weight actually stabilized. And I finally started to genuinely love my body just the way it is. And that has been such a profound thing in my life that not just my physical well-being has changed, but my emotional well-being, my ability to relate to people and to be visible in the world, that has all changed. And really because of making this decision to put my teeth first. What a beautiful outcome. That's what I love, you know, is that you've You've taken this journey, but actually it started with teeth, but it's ended up with so much greater. And that's that's exactly what life change is about. Yeah. What are the some some of the things that you did to change your diet? And how did it transform your teeth and any comf- discomfort you were experiencing? So the teeth healing diet that I follow is based on a diet that was originally described by a very famous dentist called Weston A. Price, who was writing in the 1930s. It's since been made really famous by Sally Fallon's book, Nourishing Traditions, which you may have heard of. And so it's based on eating a lot of animal protein. So um, liver, cod liver oil supplements, but also eating liver and meat and raw dairy as much as possible and reducing your intake of phytic acid, which is found in grains, beans, nuts and seeds. So when I do eat those, I try and eat the activated version, so it's either being fermented or soaked, um, but also eating a lot less of those kind of foods than I used to. Sugar, of course, is not good for <laughs> not good for teeth. Everyone knows that. So it's interesting. The reason that sugar is not good for your teeth is not because it sits on the surface of your teeth causing decay, but because it changes your blood sugar levels. It raises the blood sugar levels 
and that actually uh, reduces your teeth's resilience to the bacteria in your mouth. You experienced a lot of discomfort. So what changed, you know, so as your teeth got stronger? Yeah, so I haven't had a cavity for five years now, and that's a record for me. I no longer have the constant low-level, unspecified kind of toothache that just plagued me constantly before these uh, dietary changes. I'm no longer sensitive to hot and cold, and my teeth are strong now. They're not loose in my gums, and I'm not afraid to bite into hard or crunchy food. I don't get chips, and I stop having cracks in my teeth. It's still a work in progress. I think healing my teeth will be a lifelong project because I'm sta- I started from such a poor base. So I, I enjoy noticing that my teeth continue to gradually get whiter, and I'm still working on growing back my receding gums. As well as the improvements in my teeth, my skin and my hair and my nails have all improved and my gut. Oh my goodness, I no longer have those digestive problems that I was plagued with before. I can, I've got a gut of iron now and that is a miracle. It's not insignificant. That I reckon I've saved about $5,000 that I would have spent at the dentist in the last five years and that's even with going for regular checkups once or twice a year. And like you say, with that lower level of pain, it could probably make you feel a little grumpy too so that's good all round <laughs> and yeah, yeah yeah so i'm interested to know then is how is the holistic teeth healing approach different from regular dental care advice so the main difference is that it's taking a systemic approach so the teeth are alive and they are fed by nutrients and oxygen in your bloodstream that travel up through the roots of your teeth, through the pulp and the dentin and out through the enamel so that the enamel is constantly being renewed from the inside out. That's when your teeth are working well and you've got a healthy system. And when that's all in place, then your teeth are really resilient. When your teeth are susceptible to the bacteria and fermentable carbohydrates in your mouth, it's because there's those nutrients and oxygen either aren't in the blood in sufficient and appropriate quantities, or they're not reaching the teeth. And so some of the ways that can inhibit the flow of those nutrients into the teeth is high blood sugar, stress, hormonal shifts, such as pregnancy. You know, you used to say that every pregnancy a tooth, and it does really put a lot of stress on the teeth, that hormonal shift in pregnancy, and um, your intake of uh, vitamins and minerals. So it's a whole body approach that is based on supporting the body's natural inclination to remineralize and heal the teeth. You're still going to give the sound dental advice of brushing twice a day minimum, flossing twice a day minimum, seeing a dentist regularly. It's still So you still take that care, but you add on top of that from a whole, like you say, a whole body approach, nutrients, the way you manage your stress, you know, what you eat, what you're choosing to eat all of those things. That's right. And in fact, if you're eating the right kinds of teeth healing foods and your jaw is nice and relaxed and the blood's all flowing really well, then you can actually be a bit slack with your dental hygiene because your teeth will naturally remineralize yourself. If you think about the kind of pre-Western societies, uh, hunter-gatherer societies that were renowned for having really beautiful, strong, healthy, white teeth, they weren't brushing their teeth. They didn't have toothpaste and floss. They were getting those uh, fat-soluble vitamins and minerals in sufficient quantities that their teeth were naturally 
just really healthy. I mean, dental hygiene is important, particularly when we're making up for the the poor quality of food that's available to us. But it's to me, it's not the most important thing. Diet is. We're talking as if we kind of understand what the real benefits of healthy teeth and gums are, but maybe you could share your view on what those benefits mm. actually are. So as well as all the obvious benefits that I described in my own transformation, there's the whole body benefits. So there's a doc, Dr. Richard Vole actually estimated that 80% of diseases are related either partially or entirely to problems in the mouth. So that's things like diabetes and heart disease, strokes, cancer, Alzheimer's. It's a huge list of diseases that have been implicated or that teeth and gums have been implicated in relationship to. It's um, quite a complicated relationship between the bodily health and the teeth and gum health. It's not um, necessarily how it's been described in some media reports where gum disease causes heart disease. It's more that there's the underlying problems of toxins, the pH balance in your blood and adequate nutrition underlie both gum disease and heart disease. And what happens when we heal the gums and the teeth is that we are also simultaneously increasing the body's resistance to bacteria and we're minimizing the flow of bacteria from our mouth through our throat, our sinuses, through the enamel in our teeth if the so that fluid flow is going the wrong way and through the um, pores in our gums, those are all ways that bacteria can enter our body through our mouth that fixing the problems in our mouth stops or reduces the amount of bacteria entering our body. It's, yeah, it's a fascinating and incredibly complex system. There's also hormones involved and meridians because each tooth is on a meridian and so particular uh, teeth are associated with particular body parts and if you have a root canal or a tooth problem in one tooth or in that area of the gum then it may be contributing to problems in the associated body part and vice versa. So sort of your teeth could be an early warning system or if you don't take care of your teeth you could be affecting an organ. So is that how you see the link? Yeah so it's it's both. Mm. Yeah, for example, I used to have lots of skin problems, lots of itchy rashes and things that were not easily diagnosed. You know, no one could really explain them or give me a good um, cure for them. But they've all gone away since I healed my teeth. I can't say exactly what the causal relationship is, whether it was the diet that healed my teeth was also healing my skin or healing my teeth then led to that part of my body being healed. But all I know is that it works. And there's a lot of other people who've worked for, there's a lot of literature and, and some research that's been done that tie these things together. I love that by healing your teeth, you also mentioned healing your gut, which obviously mm. is called the second brain. And the fact mm -hmm. that we know now that there are even neurotransmitters created in the gut that actually support our overall well-being. So it sounds like, you know, like you mentioned, a whole body approach mm. to dental health has actually given you all of those benefits. So that sounds fantastic. And so what are your recommendations, Melios, to improve the quality of our teeth? So I have four main recommendations. And the first one is to eat the best quality, most nutrient-dense food that you can find. Because it's not just processed food, but also industrially grown 
even organic industrially grown food is just not got the right kind of nutrients in it to support teeth healing. So really seek out the very best, most nutrient-dense food that you can. My second suggestion is to tune into the tension in your jaw and learn what it feels like to have your jaw be relaxed and be in tension and notice when your jaw is tense and consciously do whatever it takes to relax it in that moment. And this is particularly important when you're going to sleep. And you're such an expert on sleep, Bev, probably are aware that lots of people have problems with grinding and clenching their teeth in their sleep. They might not think they're doing it in the day, but they're doing it at night. So going to sleep with a relaxed jaw is really good for your teeth. And um, I've actually got a playlist of a whole lot of different modalities of self-help that you can do to relax your jaw from meditation to self-massage to yoga and other kinds of exercises. That's, I think, the second leg of, of a holistic teeth healing. The third one is to avoid the kind of dubious chemical cocktails of uh, mainstream toothpaste and mouthwash that you find in the supermarket and either buy or make toothpaste that use uh, botanical mineral uh, elements in them. Uh, they'll do a lot more to heal your teeth from the inside as well and reduce the toxin load in your mouth than if you're using those widely available, uh, highly uh, toxic <laughs> toothpaste and mouthwash. And my fourth recommendation is that if you're considering some kind of dental procedure, is to really research what the implications and alternatives are so that you're aware of all the, the risks and the implications and the side effects. My own preference is, is always to lean towards a more minimally invasive dental response, but sometimes it really is the best thing. You just have to have some kind of dental intervention. And in that case, there's always going to be some holistic ways to support your body to have the best possible response and the best possible outcome to that intervention. So if you're going into a particular procedure armed with the knowledge of all the possible uh, side effects and how you can mitigate anything holistically, then you're going to have a much better outcome than if you just passively plop yourself down in the chair and say, do whatever you want. That kind of research can be really overwhelming because that information is not always available very easily. It's scattered around the internet and different books and it's not always consistent and it's not always completely reliable. And that's why one of the um, services I offer is a sounding board session where when you need someone who's well-informed but objective, who doesn't have a vested interest in whatever outcome you choose, and you can talk through your, your different choices and make sure that you're considering all the things that need to be taken into account and are going into whatever you decide um, as well prepared as you can. So I don't give advice. It's not a professional second opinion. I'm a sounding board and a, someone who says, have you thought about this and what about that? And let me point you to this piece of information or this protocol that might be helpful. If all sources aren't reliable and I know myself for every research I do I'll find something contradictory mm -hmm. so you, you need to obviously find this the sources that are actually reliable and you don't know that when you're first researching so that's that's mm -hmm. important thank you I'd love to know if you could tell me more about how you plan to share your message because it's quite unique yeah so 
I just wish that when I first started have things go wrong with my mouth, I'd had someone who could point me in the right direction and set me off on a different path. Uh, and I want to be that person for anyone who's starting or in that position that I was in before I found the uh, holistic teeth healing. So I do this one-on-one coaching where I really am trying to set people up to keep their teeth for life. So this is for people who've got chronic problems and have had enough and want to turn their teeth health around and need some support and some direction and some guidance. But I'm also writing a book that will be a very user-friendly guide to a teeth healing diet. And I, as much as possible, try and share information and tips and practical strategies online on my website and through social media. What are your tips then for living fabulously? My number one tip for living fabulously is to prioritize the health of your teeth and gums. Your mouth is the gateway to the rest of your body and it will have a huge influence on your overall well-being to make that your number one health goal. The rest of your body will thank you. Beautiful. And you can find Melior Sims at her website, which is www.holistictoothfairy.com and also on Facebook under the same name. Melios, thank you so much for sharing your journey. And I'm really resonating with your message that, you know, by taking care of your teeth, you've actually done it from a whole body approach to dental health. And then realizing that you can be impacted by things like high blood sugar, stress, the hormonal shifts, and your quality of the intake of your vitamins and minerals. And I loved that you actually said the mouth is the gateway to your well-being in some sense there. You gave those four things, eating the best quality, most nutrient-dense food, tuning into the tension in your jaw, avoiding that chemical cocktail and commercial toothpastes and mouthwashes, knowing what you're going into, research your implications of dental procedures. And it's fabulous that you have taken what you're learning, your own experience and combining that together so that others don't have to go through the same process and that's wonderful so thank you for being with me today thank you so much it's been a delight to talk with you Ben. thank you so much for listening and i would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode you can connect with me on facebook by searching for living fabulously with bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website, www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.